0: Welcome back to Community Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host Derek Otto. I am soloing it today. Uh, my co-host is still out. Um, he's him and his family. They're doing good. Um, just got a busy schedule. Some you know last um, few days here of nice weather. He's trying to get some outside stuff done. Um, so uh, so he's trying to get that stuff done. But um man, I had I had this this thing I wanted to share with you guys today. It's been on my heart. It's been um I've been kind of wrestling with it. I kind of spilled it a little bit in the previous episode. If you haven't checked out our latest episode, um with Pastor Dean Bennett, I really highly suggest you go check it out. Um, We were talking about the sin of Jeroboam, and uh, in short summary of how Jeroboam had, um, so after Solomon pretty much royally, (laughs) pun intended, uh, screwed up. And so God split the Israelites into two different nations, Judah and Israel. Jeroboam was going to be given the ten tribes, which would have been called Israel and rehoboam which was solomon's son was given benjamin and judah but uh rehoboam had everything set up for him he was uh told to continue the blessing continue everything um but uh fear anxiety um is set in and he ended up taking things in his own hands to make sure that people didn't forget that he was in charge uh because he was afraid that uh the tribes of the the 10 tribes when they would go down to jerusalem to do their sacrifice and and worship god that they would all at once think hey you know what i think rehoboam is the true um leader and he was afraid of that he was afraid that they would turn on him and say rehoboam was the leader But all he had to do was just everything was in place he had to trust god continue on um but instead he chose the other path and he decided to take things in his own matters and he royally screwed it up and basically in turn um, uh, yeah there really wasn't any good kings coming out of the nation of Israel so <clears throat> pardon me here um. So that was just kind of a recap of what our discussion was the last week, or the last episode. And um, I, I again, I just been I've been wrestling with this. And uh, let me just set this up, okay? Um, since this whole COVID thing has been going on, um. I've been asking myself the question, am I all in? Am I all in on Jesus? Am I all in in the Christian walk? In my faith? Am I am I truly all in? And what does that look like? I've been asking those types of questions for even longer before COVID came around. And Um, it just made me a little bit more conscious and more asking it, okay? Over the past two years, obviously, in the past couple episodes, I've been telling you I've been in the Word way more constantly, more consistently, I should say. And it's been more, um, edifying, it's been more encouraging, it's been more prevalent. Um, and, yeah, so... So when I get to like Matthew chapter 16, for instance, verse 24 through 25, um, this is out of the, uh, NKJV, actually this is verse 25, forever, for whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it, um, you know, uh, the NIV says this, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What in the world? You know, and, and I think um, even more so in today's time, and, you know, even not just not just talking about last year, but this year. I mean, we've got a lot of controversial things that I could, I might get into a little bit. This is going to be a little edgy. This is going to be a little you know, it might be an uncomfortable conversation that I'm having with you. But at the end of the day, are you wanting Um Are you are you trying to save your life here on Earth? This is what I this is what I was thinking the other day. Okay. I I have to, I've been I, I was literally thinking this, okay, when I was thinking about this that verse. Are we trying to save our life here on earth in the name of Jesus, i.e., an example, are we looking for miracles and healing so we can continue to live for ourselves? Or are we looking for miracles and healings to continue the gospel? You see, when I'm reading the word, when people got healed they were going out and spreading the gospel they were spreading the good news but I often wonder are we we trying to save ourselves in any way possible whether it's through healings and miracles whether it's through medicine or a vaccine so we can continue to live for what? Because if we're not actively right now, if we're not actively spreading the good news of the gospel, then if we try to save ourselves, what's going to change? It's not going to change anything. We're not going to magically, you know, once we are got all the medicine and vaccines in our body, it's not like we're going to just like, all right, I'm ready now. Let's go do this. Because I haven't seen that. I'm a delivery driver. I go around all, I mean, I'm all over the place in a 50-mile radius of my hometown. I see a lot of people every, you know, five days a week. I see a lot of people. And over the five and a half years, I've seen even more people because I used to go into people's homes putting softener salt in their um, brine tanks. Uh, You know, so I averaged, you know, 40 roughly... hmm, almost 100 people a, a a week or more to, you know, between 100 and 200 people give or take, uh, y- you know, a week. That's a lot of people. And I, so I, I I've seen, I, I've heard, you know, it's just, it's like, why, mm, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Why are we trying to, so desperately to save ourselves? If if we're if we're trying if we go to church on Sunday and we say yes, Lord, yes, Lord, I'm all yours, I'm all yours, but then we leave, and we say we must do whatever we can, and subconsciously we do whatever we can to try to keep ourselves. Well, for what? A career so we can retire, to ha- to 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 die and say you know on our deathbed by say you know what? I lived a pretty good life or are we going are we going to go all out and say you know what I did everything I could to advance the kingdom of god because that's all that matters because we're not living for ourselves that's why that's why G- that's why Jesus says right here uh whoever who wants to save their life will lose it but whoever loses their life will f- for me, for Jesus, we'll find it. Do you want to find your life? Then you gotta submit and surrender it to Christ and you're no longer living for yourself. That career doesn't matter anymore. I know that's shocking. It doesn't matter. Because now your identity is in Christ, right? and you know i was i was listening to this other podcast um i really recommend it it's called uh, i don't have enough faith to be an atheist really good with dr frank turk that's a free club um little blip there for him but um in one of the one of the episodes they were talking about you know um <laughs> uh you know are we you know it was i was called, called mood are you a moody christian And, uh, man, it it was, it was a really good episode because talking about, um, um, boy, I, I had a thought there and I totally spayed, it flew the coop and now I can't think of it. So if I think of it, um, I'll try to come back to it, (laughs) but go check that if you go check that episode out uh it'll probably you'll you'll get the gist of what i was aiming for there um so here's the thing okay i'm gonna try to reel this back in and and um so here's here's the other thing all right because i've i've heard this out on the route okay i've heard um people say all sorts of different things Okay. Um, a, couple, a couple of things here. You know, I don't really listen to the news. I don't really watch TV a lot. Usually, the only time I watch TV is if um, my kids are watching YouTube or Disney or PBS or the rare, rare opportunity that I get to watch sports on the weekends. Um, and uh yeah so i don't really get to watch a lot of tv so i don't really you know i i I hear the news through customers i hear um through various other things i kind of dip in and get some info um but here's the thing i'm not gonna uh, i i've got a lot of thoughts and views that, um, I would love to share, but I don't know if, if you all are ready, ready to hear it. So I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to go deep dive. Cause you probably think, oh, Derek, you sound really crazy, silly. I think you're, you've <clears throat> drank too much of the hazelnut coffee, which is still very delicious by the way. <laughs> um, With that being said, the other thing I've been thinking about is if we're to be all in, okay, and in 1 John, John says, um, if you're in the light, if you claim to have the light, let me rephrase it. If you claim to have the light, but yet you walk in darkness, you're a liar. So this is what I have to say, okay, is... and i'm going to jump into romans chapter 12 paul talks about you know don't conform to the cult ways and cultures of the world the ideals or the ideologies the opinions of the world the culture okay so if we're not supposed to conform if we're not supposed to align ourselves with the culture because it's wicked okay um if you're like i don't know how do i base or judge where the culture is all right I'm, i'm just going to throw that out there all right Well, look no further than Hollywood. Look no further than what you uh, see on the news when you turn it on. Or look no further to um, when you, uh, I mean, the the mainstream, okay? The news, the politics. What are they pushing? I mean, right now we can totally see that our culture is pushing, uh, 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 a view that right is wrong that it w- that what used to be wrong is now okay and what is morally right is bad and wrong and terrible okay um man so th- and this is where I get this is where I have a hard time when I come across other fellow believers who um in one breath say yes I'm a believer I'm a Christian but yet they're spewing out the very same things that i hear on tv or hear uh you know through other various things um and it just it breaks my heart because it's like okay but we're supposed to be different right just like how god called the israelites and he pulled them out to be separated right He, he separated them from all the other nations he separated them from all the other cultures and says i'm you're gonna, you're gonna represent me, so that the other nations will see you. When they see you, they see me, right? That was the whole thing. That's why they didn't have God didn't say, "Hey, I'm gonna have, I'm your king, I'm your, your ruler." Uh, maybe "ruler" is a bad term, but I'm your king, okay? And that that was like that for over 400 years for the Israelites, until they stopped teaching the law and the word. Um, <laughs> and then what happened we want to be like the other nations we want to we want to be like them we want a king we want to give us Saul give us Saul and we want we want to be like all the other nations around us well what was all the other nations around them well they were sacrificing their kids they were worshiping idols and pagan gods and sacrificing animals to those idols and they were um they were promiscuous, uh, sexually promiscuous. They were um, very, I mean, very demonic, evil things that were happening, and they wanted to be like that. They had, they had the Creator God give them everything that they needed. Now I know what you're gonna say. Well, Derek, the you know it was set up for them to fail. I I understand. Okay, but all they had to do was follow it. All they had to do was was to set themselves apart okay i mean we're not i mean we have uh really we 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 don't really have a lot either okay to do but we we screw it up all the time all right um (laughs) it's true i mean we don't i mean you know it's it's like what i I i think i said this the last time i said like every you know a lot of people want to go to heaven but nobody wants to die right and i know some i know we can get into talking about the rapture but i would i would be more on the side of that most of us are going to probably die before the rapture i hope not i hope we get to uh get raptured out of here but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put all my chips in on that because um there might be great persecution before that happens okay especially right here in america all right that 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 might happen before the rapture happens so um so yeah and there's yeah uh (laughs) i looked at i was looking at the next verse here and now i um hmm so yeah so if we're if we're going to be the light we need to be separated right we can't be half light half dark that doesn't work i mean have you ever had a flashlight that would half worked no if it doesn't work it doesn't work right it might be dim but it's still fully illuminated even in the dimness it's fully illuminated right when you when if you have a dim light flashlight and you look at it and it's like oh it's still the whole thing is still lit up <laughs> part of it's not you know what i'm saying like you you can't have half light half darkness so when i when i hear fellow believers say yeah i'm a christian but you need to go do this this and this and i'm like well wait a second that just sounds like you're just repeating what you know taylor swift is saying or Katy perry i mean katie perry and taylor swift they're, they're in agreement with that and they're they're wicked. They're they're, you know. And I know it's like, oh, you can't judge. Look, no, I'm just calling what it is, what I see. All right, they're not honoring God. They don't honor God in what they say in their tweets, or on their Facebook or Instagram, or in their in any of their songs, for a matter of fact, or their lifestyle. I mean, it's we can see that and say, yeah, they're not honoring God with what they're doing. That's not judging. That's just saying, hey, that person. Um, on the outside. Definitely is not showing it. Okay. And and here's the thing. If they truly were saved. We would see the evidence. Because if they were in the word every day. Like we all should be. Then. Um, it would transform their, their life. Transform their actions. And then we would see. Hey they are in the light. They're no longer in the darkness, right? Paul says that a lot, too. He's like, look, you used to do those things, and now you don't, so don't go back to it. Like, why would you go back to doing what you used to do while all the while claiming that you're in the light? That just is counterproductive. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Nor does it make sense to uh, Paul. <laughs> um so, so being separated, so being called out, being separated, set aside—that's what Jesus did for, you know, when He died for our sins. But when we, when we give our lives up for His sake, now we're separated from the culture. We don't—we're not supposed to look like the the Hollywood people. We're not supposed to look like the political people. We're not supposed to look like um, the godless, pagan uh, people. We're not supposed to look like them. So are we supposed to talk like them? Are we supposed to, to follow what they are doing? Well, but you know, it says in Romans chapter thirteen we should respect the authority figures and we must do what we must submit ourselves to it. Yeah, if the wicked are afraid of them, but if the wicked aren't afraid of those leaders, then should we submit to them? If the, if the wicked are praising those leaders, if the wicked are praising the people that are in power, if they're worshiping and, and, and say, yes, this person, right? Should we submit ourselves to them? Because then obviously the next question is, they probably don't like you and I as Christians, and they would love to do harm to us, get rid of us. So should we submit ourselves to somebody who hates us and wants to get rid of us should we submit ourselves to that oh ho-ho-ho. Derek you sounds a little crazy right now I'm just I'm just calling out what it is this this is what I'm why I was kind of struggling this week of do I really should I should I come up I could have canceled this one and I, I could have just prolonged it just pushed it off and say now I'm just going to keep it to myself um I'll just wait till in you know the next time around and when I and, and talk about a different topic but I really felt burned up and I was like man I do need to get some mowing done today but I was like I, I was like I could I, I really need to get the mowing done I could go do the mowing I could just cancel this it might be a little too much but I think somebody needs to hear this because I just I I couldn't I I couldn't just I felt like I needed to come on here and say these things. Alright. <laughs> you might not like me, you might not follow this podcast anymore, you might not you know, that's fine, whatever. All right. But if we're gonna be set apart, we have to ask those hard questions. And if the the other thing about being set apart is we need to be in the word of God. Okay. Now, I want to go to, oh, this is the wrong verse here. Um, going into the Old Testament here, Deuteron- Deuteronomy uh, chapter 6, 5 through 8. This is really, this is um, super good, all right? And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. And you must commit yourself wholeheartedly to these commands that I'm giving you today repeat them again and again to your children talk about them when you're at home and when you are on the road when you are going to bed and when you're getting up tie them around your hands and wear them on your forehead as a reminders Ooh, what is what do you mean by that if you're in the word you're going to have them okay you're it's going to be on your mind it's going to be written on your heart all right and like i said look, like i know it's you know the devil's going to come up and give you all sorts of um excuses like oh it's too complicated you won't understand it you can't you know it's too hard it's too complicated it's there's a lot of big words it's too hard it's too hard. guess what the devil doesn't even understand it if the devil understood it then he would have known what he was doing to jesus but he didn't understand and so he didn't He didn't know the gravity of what he was doing because he didn't understand the word. He knows the word. There's a lot of people out there that know the word, okay? They have it memorized, but they read it as a textbook. But you and I, we ought not to read it like a textbook. We should read it and go into it in a way that we are saying, I want to experience you, God. I want to encounter you, God, right? Yeah, we all have questions, but if you're married... You know, when you, the first date that you had with your spouse, you didn't come in with a bunch of questions and demanded answers right then and there. You want to be married to that person. And even if they had all the answers to all your questions right then and there, would you have been prepared to hear and receive those answers? Or would they have messed you up? Hmm. Because there's times when I look back in my life, and I'm I thank God that he didn't answer questions right then and there. Cause I would not have known what to do I, I wouldn't have known what do I do with these answers? Because I didn't understand it. See, that's the beauty of of the wisdom of God. Right? If you have kids, you know, there's there's certain things that you're like, um, you know, <laughs> like my son Logan, you know, there's things that he's not ready. To understand or even if i even if i gave him the answer he still is you know he's almost three next month he's going to be three all right there's still things that he does not i mean there's a lot of things yet you know, if i told him how to you know uh change a battery in a car he's not going to understand he doesn't even know what the battery does so how is he going to understand that You know? So. <clears throat> so there again. Um, Just go into it. Knowing. Like just God I want to experience you. Just like how when you first met your spouse. On that first date. You just wanted to have an experience. You just wanted to. You know, yeah, you might have asked questions and got some answers, but you didn't have a long list, right? You wanted to see if you were compatible. You wanted to see if you were, you know, enjoyed each other's presence, right? And at the end of it, you walking away like, "Hey, I want to do that again," <laughs> right? So we should just go into the Word and say, "God, I want to experience you. I want to. I want to be in your presence." You walk away and say, hey, let's do that again. In fact, let's just keep this going all day. And what's going to happen, right? Just like how when you go on the second date and third date. And eventually you're like... Your buddies are like, dude, just stop talking about her. You obviously really like her. Right? What are your buddies saying about, you know, your faith? Dude, just... I get it, man. You are in love with Jesus. You're a Jesus freak. Oh, yeah, there's that... No, whatever. Yeah, they might say that, but then they're going to be looking at you like, eventually they're going to say, wow, if, if he can change, so can I. I want to have what that guy has, or I want to have what that gal has, right? But you're not going to have that if you don't get in the Word on a daily basis, and you're not going to be able to shine the light if you're not going to take the time to try to wash your mind renew your mind with the word you have to do that with by opening the word i know that sounds a little rough but right psalms one nineteen thirty two. i i will pursue your commands for your your for you expand my understanding if you don't pursue them how are you going to expand your understanding one night, Psalm 119, 29-31 Help me understand the meaning of your commandments and I will meditate on your wonderful deeds, right? When you when you read it and you think about all the wonderful things that he's already done in your life mm-hmm. Keep me from lying to myself Keep me the, Give me the privilege of knowing your instructions I have chosen to be faithful I have determined to live by your regulations I cling to your laws Lord, don't let me be put in shame what do you mean? Cling, cling to the words of God. Cling to His promises. Cling to the things that He is, that you've seen Him done in your own life. Cling to the words, the very words, uh, you know, uh, the fact that He loves you. You may not understand, but He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you, and He wants, um, He wants to ha- be around you. Uh, here, 119.30, 30-40. Teach me your decrees, O Lord. I will keep them to the end. Give me understanding, and I will obey your instructions. I will put them into practice with all my heart. Make me walk along your path of your commands, for that is where my happiness is found. Give me eagerness for your laws rather than a love for money. Turn my eyes from the worthless things. Give my life through your word or yeah turn yeah reassure me reassure me of your promise made to those who fear you help me abandon my shameful ways for your regulations are good i long to obey your commandments renew my life with your goodness that's that's spending time with god that's spending time if you're again you know if you, if you just spend time with him, if you spend time with him on a daily basis, if you pursue him, and say, oh, I just want to, you know, you long for him, you you put it into practice, right? Just like with your spouse, right? You put things into practice that people around you say, oh yeah, that that guy over there, he's a married man. Well, how do they know you're a married man? If you didn't tell them, right? Maybe it's the way you you interact with another lady and they say, oh, I can tell that guy's married just by the way he interacts. Right. He's not flirting with that. He's he's short to the point. All right. Or, you know, he he treats, you know, how he how he treats the person. Oh, yeah, I can tell. Or, hey, he's got a ring. Obviously, he must be married. (laughs) You know, same way, you know, vice versa. Right. Right. But here's the thing: if you don't, and you just act and talk like the people around you, then how are they going to know that you have the light of Christ in you? If you're going around saying, "Oh, here, this is this is another thing," if you're going around and saying, uh, "If you don't get the vaccine, you're not loving your neighbor," because I've heard that one. Uh-uh, it's not a prerequisite to love your neighbor. By the way, I want to I want to touch on this because God, because Jesus used uh, the parable of the Good Samaritan. For loving your neighbor, he's like uh, the a priest walked by, uh, a temple servant walked by. They didn't do anything. They they went on the other side of the road. This Jew's on the side of the road. He's hurting, right? The first two they were Jews. He's talking to a Jew when he's telling him this, and he's like, "Oh, here comes a Samaritan." Well, Samaritans, they were they were the Jews that were left during the um they they were the ones that remained in Jerusalem during the time of ca- captivity back in. You know, back in Daniel's time, um, you know, at, you think Daniel, Ezra, Nehemiah in that time frame. King Nebuchadnezzar, he took majority of the Jews to Babylon, but there were some Jews that still remained. But they intermarried. You remember the whole thing with in Ezra? I think it's in Ezra or Nehemiah, where they're like, "Oh, if you don't have a Jewish wife, you need to uh, divorce them." Right? <laughs> what? Um. So, so there was. So the Samaritans, they were. You know, they weren't pure Jews, if you want to say that. Okay. Um, so they, they hated, you know, the Samaritans and the Jews. They didn't get along. But he says, but a Samaritan man stopped, picked up the man, took care of him, clean, you know, and and helped him. And he says, which one of these, you know, was the his neighbor? And the Jewish man is like, the one who showed him mercy. Oh. Right? Didn't also Jesus say if, um you know, if your captor releases you, walk another mile with him or two. Don't just turn around and accuse him. Right? Because that's what some people are doing today. Hey, you're not, you didn't do this, so you, this is against, look, Jesus would be against that. Jesus would do that. I tell you something. Jesus said a lot of different things, but he wouldn't have agreed to a lot of the things that are happening today. By the way, the Bible is very relevant today. And the Bible is very, um, hits on a lot of points that, you know what? A lot of people say, oh, the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible doesn't say that. Oh, Jesus would do that. Jesus would agree with that. See, see. Oh, what what happens? If See, here's the thing. If you're in the Word all the time, then you'll know if somebody's, you know, yanking your chain. <laughs> Right? If you're in the Word all the time, then you would say, No, that is not what the Word of God says. And this is what the Word of God says. And by the way, if you're taking that out of context, then you have to account for this other verse, in ch- chapter and verse over here, because they coincide. So what say you? Oh, how are you going to do that? How are you going to defend your faith and defend the Word of God if you don't know it? Above all else, guard your heart. Above all else, guard your heart. If you want discernment, what better way to be able to get accurate discernment? I know you get discernment through the Holy Spirit, but it's like when you're in the Word, on a daily basis, it's like taking that dial and turning it up. That discernment goes way up. Right? Okay? Now, Do I think that the vaccine is the mark of the beast? No, but I think it has a part of it. I think it's a preconditioning to get people to eventually take a mark. I think that there's something inside of it that coincides with it. But I think if you got the vaccine, you're, you know, that's up to you. Okay. Um, But, you know, one of the things that really turned me on was when they started saying, eh, we want to restrict people's freedoms. And based on your status, your vaccine status. And they're trying to do this worldwide. I mean, look at Australia. Australia is, um, what's happening in Australia is what they're trying to do here in America, eventually. Um, hmm. I know I've said a lot. I've kind of gone around and around and around. But here's the thing be in the Word. Yearn to be with God. Spend time with Him. Ask yourself, are you, are you willing to be different? Are you willing? At what cost are you willing to give up? Are you willing to give up your career? I'm not saying you have to like quit your job. I'm not telling you to do that. But is your identity in your job? Because once the job goes away, then where's your identity? See, my, my, my identity is in Christ, and that's first. I get to be a delivery driver. I get to carry, you know, five-gallon jugs of water into people's homes and businesses, and I happen to get to carry bags of softener salt in their homes or businesses. And in that process, I get to interact with them right that's not my title i mean that yeah you could say that's my job title but i'm a christian first i'm a follower of christ that's going to come and go that job that's you know when i die that's not my identity i'm not going to stand before god and say hey i was i'm a uh you know a delivery driver <laughs> no my identity's in christ It is tough, it is tough, because, you know, the, the long-term thing is like, man, look, am I really willing to put all my future, you know, I'm a, I'm a big big picture type of guy. And, you know, when, when I first sat down and, and started thinking about doing podcasting a couple years ago. I immediately knew, like, I needed I needed somebody alongside me. Why? Um, because, you know, Lee, if you ever ask Lee, Lee will tell you I'm the type of guy that will say, here's an idea, here's point A, and the, you know, here's point D, right? And point D is where I want to get to. And I have point D all laid out. I have everything, you know, big picture, Long term, here's where it's gonna go. You know, I'm. This is the growth. This is where you know. We, you know, in order to get to this, you know, here are the other things. And I forget to. Hey, you gotta start it first. What does starting it look like? Um, that's where I struggle sometimes. But am I willing to? Every day when I wake up, like I, I want to enjoy the day. I want to enjoy my family. I want to fear God. And I want to do the right thing, morally right. I want to live the life that I read in the Word, because there's a lot of people that they want they want to go to heaven, but they don't want to die. They're trying to save their life. They're trying to do everything they can to uh, extend their life here on earth. And Jesus says, "You can't do that. If you say you want to follow me, you can't do that. If you if you claim to give your life over to me, then then live it." live the life for me i have a play i have it laid out to you in the word in the word but if you're not in the word then how are you going to live for christ well i don't know i don't have anybody around me to know what that looks like then live look in the word encounter god seek him seek him on a- every morning every at noon at- or at lunch at dinner when you lay down remember uh, when you're in the car, when you're on the road, when you're when you're getting up and going, every all, every aspect, right? Are you able to listen to music during the day? And maybe instead of listening to music, uh, put the audio Bible on. There's you know U version Bible app, really great. I use that a lot. I love the physical Bible. I I enjoy that, but um. But I I utilize the the U Version Bible app on my phone a lot. Okay, it's 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 quick, it's easy, it's free. You can get on there. They got all sorts of uh, versions. I I am personal. I love the NLT right now. Um, the Passion Translation, NIV, NKJV. I mean, they've got all sorts of things on there. Okay. Um. <sighs> yeah. So here's some of my final thoughts. Some of my final thoughts here. If we're going to go around and say that we have the light, but yet we find ourselves agreeing and speaking the very same things with what we see on and hear on TV, then are we really walking in the light? because we have to really ask ourselves are we really worshiping God and doing what he says or are we worshiping the TV and doing whatever you know whatever the TV tells us to do right i by the way i have a hard time watching a lot of tv shows because of the propaganda i it's clear now right if you're in the word all the time and you align yourself and you see it right you start seeing it play out and wow it seems like you know as my small group i was saying like there's times i see myself i i see myself in that character or in in that part that storyline how i i relate to that or in this next storyline i relate to that i relate to that i relate to that and you and you start reading more and more like oh my gosh i kind of relate i i get it I, i i jive with you i i get it i understand well i see myself wow that was thousands of years ago and I find myself relating to that. Yeah. Yeah, there's times I feel like Peter and want to take draw my sword and be like, Yeah, let's do this. Let's let's take him out. You know? Sometimes I feel like I have that zeal and passion. Like, just wake up. You know? Sometimes I feel like Timothy. I'm timid. Or Thomas, I find myself doubting, and there's other times I, I feel like I'm like John and James, the sons of thunder, where I'm I'm so passionate, or like Paul, who are willing to say yes, I'm all in, and being all in knows that. That might cost my life here on earth. Jesus says, what's the worst that the man can do here on earth? Kill (laughs) you? That's the worst they can do. But where you need to fear is when you stand before the God, before Creator God, before Father God, because he's the one that can determine eternal life or eternal separation who cares you know your life here on earth pff, the worst thing man can do is kill you that's not even the worst if you try to save your life how many times we see that in the bible where man they tried it they end up they had it they had everything laid out for them everything was right there right there but yet they chose to bend their knee to the culture to save their life so they didn't, you know, that for that they felt good. Because they want to appease their neighbor or appease their co-workers or appease their friends. They want to, they didn't want to, you know, stand out because they didn't want to take the risk. Right? They didn't want to take the risk. Well, we'll just do what everybody else is doing. We'll lay low. That's not what Jesus said. Jesus didn't say you need to lay low just go through the motions wait till i return that's not what he said he says if if you if you deny your life if you give up your life if you for my sake for Christ's sake and you then that's when you're going to find it because Jesus gives us new life and that new life means we get to be in, in eternity with him i'm not saying to neglect things here and i'm not i'm not going to say derek what are you, what's the big green thing you're saying i'm just saying right instead of running away from the fire why don't we run to the fire right you know if you who cares like jesus didn't even run away from people who had leprosy and that was a highly contagious skin disease And all his buddies, all the disciples in the group, they're like, oh, my gosh, this guy's got leprosy. Get away. Get away. Ah, you're not messed up. He's not vaccinated. He's highly contagious. No, get away. And Jesus is like, stop. And he went, walked up, healed him. Did he say go get, go to the doctor? No, he didn't. He says go to the temple. Have the priest check you out. He didn't. Here's the thing—a little tidbit. There were doctors in first century A.D. By the way, but they often, most most often, were um, wrapped up in witchcraft. They were, um, yeah. I'm not going to get down that line. Yes, Jesus, re- you know, talks about doctors, but he never refers anybody to the doctor. You know, I can't do that. You need to go see, you know, doctor you know John Mark the you know. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't say that <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm sorry uh, <laughs> no he he didn't say that he says go to the temple and have the priest check you why did he say that because uh, if you read leviticus you'll find out that was the way that you know, any any ailment, any sickness, they were to go to the, um, to the temple, to the tabernacle, right? When they were in the wilderness, in the tabernacle, and then when they got into the promised land, they were to go to the temple, and there was uh, a a process that they would go through. Okay. But 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 I, I tell people all the time why. Why would we need, I'm not saying we have to go through that process necessarily, but are we trusting our, our life with God? Or are we saying, oh man, I got the sniffles. I'm going to go get, you know, go on WebMD and oh, I have this. I'm going to go to, oh, I can go to Dollar General or heaven forbid that there's no CVS or Walgreens around. Guess what? You can find medicine at the at the gas station. And and you can and you can self medicate yourself and go on your way. But are we are we truly trusting every aspect of our lives with God? Are we all in? Or are we just trying to are we just trying to make it through life? Are we trying to keep up with the Joneses or in my area? Are we trying to keep up with the Millers and Yoders and, and Hershbergers? I mean, (laughs) are we we trying to keep up with them? Are we saying, no, I am living, who cares about that? Who cares if I have the shiniest, coolest looking uh, materialistic things? Who cares if I have that? Man, I got a roof over my head. I got uh, some clothes on my back. I got food in my belly. My family's good. They're healthy. They've got clothes and food. They got a shoulder over their head. We've got income coming in. But, all else i'm out there spreading the good news and i'm going to come over here and i'm going to teach my family to tell them about the good news and disciple them just as i'm going out there in the real world disciple them by the way are they are those is my family do they see the light of christ in me do the uh co-workers do they see the light of christ in me do they say yes Derek? you are all in there's no doubt (laughs) There's no doubt that you're not afraid to stand up for what is morally right, for what is righteously right, for what is for what the gospel says, and you, you, my friend, you're not afraid to die for Christ's sake. You're not afraid of death on this earth. Is that what they say about me? Is that what they say about you? Are you willing to to be there. Derek, you sound like that's what I want, Derek. That's what I want. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. Again, I, I, I and I need to leave on this. Okay. Cuz am going way longer than I thought I was. But are you take the time, right? Before you get out of the bed, try to try to get in your mind, you know, open that, you know, open that line up to God. Pray, right? Get up when you're eating breakfast. Have the word open I don't know where to start, Derek. Start with the Gospel of John. Start with the Gospel of John. Okay. Look, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you to, to read Genesis through Revelation because it, it um it's taken me thirty one years to to be able to do that. I'm thirty two. And I and I even have a better understanding now. but a couple years ago i was not ready i was not in the right mindset to read genesis one through revelation chapter 22. i just wasn't in the mindset i wasn't prepared i wasn't receptive okay i wanted to don't get me wrong i wanted to read genesis one through revelation 22. i've, I've tried many times over the years of my life but i just get I, you know it just wasn't connecting Short, short I didn't I didn't give up so run to the Bible in fact I'd often read the gospel of John I'd read um you know Acts and Romans and 1 Corinthians and 1st and 2nd Corinthians and 1st and 2nd Timothy James you know those were I, I loved those books and I would read them often read them often There was books that I never read before like Ezra and Nehemiah or Obadiah or uh, Hezekiah or um you know <laughs> any of those little bi- books that are at the end of the Old Testament I never read them you know I read Jonah cuz we all we all you know in the Bible story you know I read the part about Daniel I didn't read all of Daniel I only read the part about when he was in the lions den uh you know um you know I knew the first half of Genesis right I knew bits and pieces of the Old Testament story. But I would say now, now that I'm in it often, I now have a better understanding to where now I can say, look, you're. I'm sorry, I love you, but you're just taking that out of context. You're taking that, that's not, like, you're, you're using that verse to align yourself with the uh, political agenda. That's not that's not okay. Or or you're taking a verse out of context, or you're changing, you know, a, a, you know, one word to make it, you know, well, this was just a mistake, and no, 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 that was a root word. It wasn't a mistake. If you're if you're finding yourself changing things in the word to align with how you feel, what you think is right. Well, that's a dangerous area to be in. That's a very dangerous area to be in. Anyways. <sighs> I feel like I have more to say. I probably said over and over and over. Um, if I had a microphone yesterday in my truck. It was solid. <laughs> but I trust that what I what I was able to say today was what, what needed to be said. I'm sure when I go out and on the mower and mow, I'll probably have more to say. Anyways, I love you guys. I really do. I I know there's people that listen to this and I I don't know that you exist or I've never met you or anything like that. But I love you guys. I love the Word of God. I love Jesus. And I, I so yearn um, that you have the same passion. The same passion to... To say, I'm all in. And even if that means that I might get persecuted, that means that I may, you know, life may get tough. It might be rough. I may experience physical pain. I I may not be popular. Are you willing to be that? Are you willing to take that road? Are you willing to say... I'd rather live my life for Christ because I know on the other side, it's going to be well worth it. It's going to be well worth it. Anyways, I need to get going. I love you guys. I hope this was encouraging. <laughs> um, I hope you got the gist of what I was trying to say. Um, you can find us on Facebook. If there's anything you want us to talk about, Go on our Facebook, like us, you know, review us. You can put on there um, if there's something you want us to talk about. Anyways, hope you guys have a blessed day. See ya.